0: Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteens.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 90, the show where we answer all of kinky questions. I am your
1: host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonny ABDL.
0: Episode 90. Can you believe it? No, honestly, not really. 90 is a pretty big number. It really is. I, I can't believe we've done 90 of these. That's nuts.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've been around since, what, the the mid-50s?
0: Yep, mid-50s. yeah time flies am i right
1: it's it's true um yeah are you are you gonna be doing anything to celebrate
0: uh we're going to be celebrating 100 so i don't have anything planned for 90 and, and 100 is like really close so that's all where all the energy is going this time
1: oh yeah oh that's
0: fair oh yeah but uh it's good to be back how are you
1: do pretty good. How are good. you?
0: Pretty good. Have a good weekend?
1: Um, I can't really remember what I did this weekend, so I'm assuming yes. Oh, yes, um, it, it was a crazy weekend. Can I tell you about it?
0: Please do. Please do.
1: Yeah, so Friday night went out for drinks with friends, and that was really nice. Had a whole bunch of friends who didn't really know each other uh, that well come out for drinks with me. Had some good beers with them, some good conversations, and, um... Then the next night I went to the opera and a funny thing happened on the way to the theater. We got into like a a minor car accident on the way to the theater and still made it to the show on time, even though we T-boned a guy who ran a stop sign.
0: Oh, so he was at fault. Yeah,
1: (laughs) everyone was fine. Yes, yes, he was definitely at fault. The fire truck that happened to be there witnessed the whole thing and helped us report it. Uh, My car is fine because it was at home and my friend's car is still drivable. So that's good. All things together, uh, insurance will take care of the damage. And the opera was fun. Yeah,
0: I love. I gave how it you, six disco balls out of ten. Six disco balls out of ten. I also love how you yeah. preface that story with a funny thing happened on the way to the theater. That's a A plus reference. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I liked that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so this week. Um, This past week saw me get head over heels, fall in love with, uh, with hell of a boss and has been hotel. Ooh, yes. Uh huh. I, 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 over the course of three days, I went from like, I've heard of this, but never seen it and skeptical to, I am now reading fan fiction and like looking at mm-hmm. merch and fan made <laughs> merch and I am I am all the way in
1: <laughs>
0: on the helliverse, yeah. as it were
1: That's pretty cool. I think I know a guy who worked on that series. And yeah, yeah, just like the the entire team that put it together just seems really cool. Yeah, we both know a guy who worked
0: on the show Wink
1: well, I wasn't going to say it, wink-wink, but yes, well, yes we that's true, we
0: both know him. We didn't say his name, wink-wink-wink-wink, <laughs> <laughs> wink. but we know a
1: guy, wink-wink-wink-wink, wink-wink, wink, yeah, wink, just, wink, wink, wink. Uh, yeah, just like a coincidental mutual friend, wink-wink-wink-wink-wink. Wink-wink-wink-wink-wink. So anyways, yeah, so I've been going hard
0: <laughs> on that and reading a bunch of fan fiction, and I've been really standing my boy Stolas and Blitz, because naturally... I love them so much. I need to look
1: up who that is. Uh the owl. What series is he from?
0: Hell of a boss.
1: Hell of a boss.
0: Yeah, Stolis is the big owl, I... and then Blitz is the uh the imp who is the the boss. The titular boss.
1: Oh. Alright, got it. Yeah. This yeah, guy. I've seen so are... much porn of this guy.
0: I know there's so much porn. <laughs> And it's funny because it's like <laughs> naturally being me, I'm just like, well, I have to see if there is ABDL stuff, and oh my god, there is. But what's hilarious is like anytime you look up ABDL art of everything, you naturally get hyper mess. And the Stolis is an owl. So you would think that his hyper mess would be like white, like bird shit. But no, they went like full brown. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I'm not a big fan of hypermas. And second of all, this is not like accurate. And also, they draw him with a penis. I'm like, he has a cloaca. So what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my full descent into mad poetic license. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> poetic license. Like in poetic license, I have given this owl a penis. <laughs> That is going to get clipped. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how my week has been, is I fell head over heels in love with with a hell of a boss and has been hotel. Um, but other than that, uh, both of us are kind of like low energy today. And that is something that I love because I am either on my period or being affected by the weather or, or, or both. And we're going to try. Oh, there's a fucking yawn we're going to try to keep this episode to around an hour or so, uh, just for the sake of our sanity, but also keeping, uh, keeping on track with weekly uploads. And that's something that's very important Mm -hmm. to us. Uh, so in the interest of especially
1: doing, in these trying times between these, episode 89 and 100 in these we need to keep times. it consistent yeah we want to be a little bit more unprecedented than, uploads yeah,
0: unprecedented times between 90 and 100 uh which we'll be talking more <laughs> about that in the new segment but for right now uh can you tell us about our patrons
1: I sure can. Uh, We have a really good group of patrons. And before we get started, have the um, shout outs been updated? I
0: believe, yes, they have been. Uh, I have to do one of them, the one that I am highlighting right now. That's right. I saw that. Yeah, I'm going to put that highlighted in pink. There we go. That's for me. Go for it.
1: Okay, up in the $1 vanilla tier that gets your username shattered out on the show, we've got Casa, Danielle, Darlene Laddle, Doodle, Gosh Cheeks, Manic Pixie Panda, Nabby Red Panda, Raystar, and Red. In the $5 Kingster Cheer... Uh, Kingster, the Cheer? Is it a cheer? No, it's a tier. $5 Kingster Tier that gets you access to the photo channel on the Do- Dear Jazzy Discord, we've got Annie, Baby Alexi, Chels, Health Bondage, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, Stitchlet, and knit Twinkie. In the $10 fetish, fetishist tier, that gets you an extended shout-out and access to the video channel. We've got Maya Neo Neocrypted, Pandagoran, and Silky. In the $15 sinner tier, that gets you co-directorial input on all things Jazzy. We've got Kiffy and Koneko, who says Bawoo. Up in the $20 tier, that gets your name written on Jazzy's body for Jazzy's planned content for her Discord postings. We've got AO, who posts, What does it matter how many lovers you have if none of them gives you a gay rat? We've got brya who writes in Wet Diaper for Life. We've got Daddy Gray who says, Remember to eat your veggies, kids. We've got Glacia and Juicebox and Jess. And Catpuff who writes in shout-out to commuter trains, letting me get railed on a daily basis. And we've got Let's Call Me Joe, who writes in Oh, this week's shout out. If you can't wait for Capcom to hang out with your friends, host your own private one. We've got Luna, who as always writes in Po. We've got Lupin and personalias and Pope Felix, who writes in
0: corn is no place for a mighty warrior, specifically done in like a strong, bad voice on. Oh, I think I can do a better one. Amazing. Corn is no place for a mighty warrior. There we go. That, that was a better one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Continuing on, we've got Sky ABDL and Sluggy and Soup and Spade and Summer, who writes in always on 10, always too loud
0: and thank you so much uh to everyone for supporting the show like oh fuck me here's an unfortunate yawn (laughs) right in the middle of me hey thanks everyone (sighs) that i feel like that was so (laughs) rude i'm sorry (laughs) all right uh Uh, beep, beep 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 it's news and if once again if you're not listening to the recorded edited episode that joke makes no sense uh, welcome back to WTJN W Dear Jazzy News Network. Uh So, Padding Power, a friend of the show mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. a guest host, uh just announced uh via their Patreon their plans for 2023 and hopefully beyond, but basically it boils down to uh if they get some more sales going, the game will stay alive for longer. So this is this is not sponsored. This is me imploring the community. Like let's, I really want to see this project continue moving on. And if you want to play the game, which if you're just tuning in for the first time, padding power is an ABDL themed trading card game. Uh, and if you're going to Capcom, you'll be able to find other players to play with. So, Uh, Alexi in the chat says that she is a fan and you should be too. Uh, PaddingpowerTCG.com is the link for that one. Uh, Other than that, um, I didn't actually write it in the notes. That's embarrassing. But um, we alluded to this, but it is episode 90. Episode 100 is going to be the Capcom special this year. If you do the math at the time of recording, we don't have enough weeks and that is why we've teamed up with Darlene Lettle in Person Alias. And we're going to be doing uh, some. We don't want to call them filler episodes, but they're filler episodes. Some additional bonus through episodes. Through the beach episodes. Through the beach episodes. And we're going to be doing a couple of episodes with them doing a one-shot D&D campaign. I'll get released for free alongside every other episode as like standard episodes and that way we'll get some additional episodes in so we can appropriately count to 100. So that's exciting. I'm really pumped to do some D&D with the friends, and that will be serve as a good little precursor to the D&D show that we are producing right now on the side. Um, so mm-hmm. big, exciting stuff. Uh, the biggest news, though, is once again, we're going to talk about our giveaway. Woo! Funny. do you want to give them the spiel this week?
1: Of course. Uh, You're going to have to remind me of what the the grand prize is.
0: The grand prize is a $100 ABU gift card, and then two runners-up will get a $50 ABU gift card each.
1: Which is pretty snazzy. Sure is. Uh, But in order to be in the running to get one of those fancy-dancy gift cards, you're going to have to write us a little bit of fan fiction. And by a little bit, we, we do mean a little bit. Like, yeah. the length of story should be between about a, a 1,000 and 5,000 words. Uh, and it should be focused on uh, a story of Jazzy and myself. Um, we do request that your story about Jazzy and me uh, not be romantic or sexual at all. Like, Jazzy and I are closer to sisters than anything else. It's true. Um, there's... There's there's tension, but it's never going to be acted on, um, and we don't want our fan like any fan fiction to, uh, you know, be any sort of wishful thinking in that in that regard. We we don't want to read that. Um, yeah. So no romantic or sexual
0: intimacy between us, please and thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh hmm And if it could be submitted before Capcom, that'd be great. And it would be I wonderful because that's a requirement. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna be that uh, that one office coworker who's just like yeah if i could get that by uh tuesday afternoon that'd, that'd be, be great. great yeah literally but
0: yeah you nailed it there it is uh the winning entries will be read on stage uh, by none other than our very own person alias. So if you want your words to come out of his beautiful mouth, wink, nudge, that's how you do it.
1: That's a thing. I love that. I, I didn't tell you there for that conversation. Shit. No, I didn't maybe I missed it. it. Maybe it's just completely blanked. I
0: think I may <laughs> have like, there may have been a conversation in PM. Uh, but, and I just uh-huh. forgot to tell you. I'm very sorry about that.
1: <laughs> well, I love Oops. it anyways.
0: Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Anyways, that's the news and you know what's next? It's Mhm. Ready? Are are you ready to sure am. to say the thing? Yep.
1: Special yep. interest theater. Special interest theater. Except that there's a disconnect because we are very far away from each other and talking over Discord
0: indeed but it's it's close enough i think it's funny welcome back to special interest theater the part of the show where we get all of our special interest talk out of the way so i'm not talking about warhammer Forty Thousand in the middle of answering questions i'm your host jasmine starshine
1: and i'm your co-host funny abdl funny last week you
0: said that this week you're going to talk about sailor moon and i would love to hear all about that
1: yes and i am still going to talk about sailor moon how much do you know about Sailor Moon?
0: I know uh, enough to be pretty dangerous. I watched all of the VIZ dub, which is the new English dub of the first series. Uh, and I'm tangently familiar because, like, I grew up in the 90s. And, you know, by exposure, I, I picked up, you know, a bit of it and everything. So I know, I know enough, but I really want to, like, watch the rest of it.
1: What's the fifth season dubbed into English in the in the new dub?
0: Uh, Superstars, maybe or Super S, maybe. Let's see. V-I-Z. Sailor Moon dub. Let's find out. Season five. This is the content people come here to see.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Sailor Stars. Yeah, Sailor
0: Stars. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, because uh, back in the day, it was the, the season that was left out because um, the English dubbing companies were like, that's that's a lot of content to have to try to change because we don't want our North American audiences to be introduced to such things as lesbians. Right. And death. It looks like and VIZ
0: did dub the fifth season.
1: And women who are sometimes men.
0: Shock and horror. B- much. Can't have
1: that. Yeah. But the Sailor Starlights are like the best part of the fifth season. So I can see why they didn't want to cut in, any of that out.
0: Absolutely. And it is coming. Well, it's already out. The The first part of the fifth season is already out. And that is so exciting.
1: Yeah. That's really nice to see. My My heart is warmed by this fact. Uh, And I think I'm going to have to uh, do another rewatch because uh, a long time ago, like back when I was like in high school, um, my internet browsing, uh, now we get into the fawn lore, fawn lore, Um, my my internet browsing was deemed unreasonable by my parents. And they said uh, at 9pm, we're shutting off the internet. So in, in the modem settings, which I had gone into and reset and, you know, fucked around with and did away with curfews on my own many times, but they would go back in and like make it so that at nine o'clock the the internet would shut off. Mm-hmm. Um and I'd have to like go do other things and then go to bed. Um but I found out very quickly that if I just loaded up a couple of YouTube videos and let them sit and then when my internet went out at nine PM, I could just go in and watch those YouTube videos and it would just play. Because mm. they were already loaded. So I watched the entirety of Sailor Moon that way. What? <laughs> yeah. Because everything kidding. was on YouTube back in the day. Yeah. Uh, this was like 2008, 2009. Like everything was in like fucking three part videos. Yeah. So it'd be like Sailor Moon episode 64, part one, part two, part three. Um,
0: I remember that. Oh my. And gosh. I watched
1: through all 200 episodes of Sailor Moon that way. Oh my God.
0: I yeah, <laughs> I cannot even fathom, especially back in those days where standard resolution was like 144 if you were lucky.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like this was the day of the boob tube. This was the day of the CRT television. So like the quality to begin with was not that great. Yeah. And I mean, we're we're talking about uh, some of the Monster of the Week villains who were a tennis shoe. Right so like like, i wasn't really there for the the quality of animation in the beginning in in the first place
0: full episodes with literally no plot points at all
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um i couldn't tell you about like anything specific from any of the the seasons other than like the overarching enemy of the season like the black moon circus Mm -hmm. um which was in my opinion the best out of all of them um but I think the best way to enjoy Sailor Moon is gonna be the manga. And mm. even with Sailor Moon Crystal, I'd still recommend the manga. Really? Um yeah, honestly, it's 12 volumes. Um not not that difficult to get through. It's not very deep. It's beautifully made. Um and there's there's definitely more of a story. Like Sailor Moon Crystal has that weird animation in it that really takes me away from like the the content of the series and just has me focusing on like oh this animation is strange and weird and jarring um where it's like yeah it kind of matches the style of the manga but there's that weird 3d animated transformation sequence mm-hmm. um in the first few seasons of crystal that i just i don't like it sure yeah did not like it hated it um it doesn't match with anything else and she's got rubber limbs um where like, I understand why they would make her look that way in like the the, the movements, because like whenever you're doing it, the animation, the, the traditional way and you're doing your in between animations, sometimes you do draw limbs in really weird um, positions so that as you're like flipping through the frames, it smooths out. Um, but in 3D animation, everything is shown. You see everything from beginning to end. So those weird rubbery limbs are just rubbery all the way through. And I don't like it. Um,
0: sure. Some of the tween frames. Kind of boss here. are really hilarious.
1: Yeah. I wish we had Juice Box here to to tell us about animation and also shit on the animation of Sailor Moon Crystal with me.
0: <laughs> Juice is out having some fun right now at nondescript location. I know. And when you listen to this episode back, buddy, I hope you're having fun. We miss you. Yeah. Yeah. The um God, yeah, no. He would he would be so much fun to shit on the animation of that show with. Cause that's the the consensus mm-hmm. that I've heard from the Sailor Moon community is that the plot is closer to the manga, but a, a lot of people are just not sold on the visuals.
1: Yeah. Um, and like the manga is, is always going to be timeless. It's that's where everything started from. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the the author, was just drawing girls who she'd want to be friends with, like. She herself was not a friendless person. She had friends, but she was like, yeah, I'm just going to draw more of the people that I that I really like. Just going to make them up. Um,
0: yeah, and that's just I mean, so wholesome.
1: Yeah, like I've seen that that thing about Naoko Takeuchi and drawing people who she'd want to be friends. Um, I've seen people be like, oh, it's so sad that she didn't have any friends. And it's like, no, she just she did. She did. It's just she wanted More, you know other people to experience the people that she wanted to get to know um which is a very sweet thing and i like how varied the girls are in the series there's the five inner planets and then the five outer planets um represented as like these these young heroines and my favorite is pluto and it's always going to be pluto and pluto's the best i'm just putting it out there Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen sailor pluto yet please look her up um she makes me feel funny.
0: Ooh. ooh! <laughs> She's so pretty. She is really, really pretty. And that's.
1: Yeah, that's like 90% of my taste in women right there.
0: <laughs> Very nice.
1: Tall women. Big spear. With just, yep. And mm. beautiful hair. Beautiful skin. Just, just step on me, please.
0: Why are you looking at me in the camera in that way? No, I'm
1: joking. <laughs> 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 no. you're only like an inch taller than me shut up (laughs) i was going to say we're the same height yeah
0: uh brya has my favorite in the chat and that's uranus
1: yeah oh uranus is also great uranus and neptune are the lesbian couple so uranus is the taller one out of those two with the blonde hair Mm -hmm. um because i'm sure that everyone has seen sailor uranus and neptune like all over the internet um and yeah she's also badass Oh, yeah. Yeah. But let's see. What else can I say about Sailor Moon? Um, is there anything in particular that you were curious about, about mm-hmm. like the series or the anything to do with it?
0: Uh, I actually had a tangential question in relation to the author. Because um, I think <laughs> that humans creating things that are based on their wants and desires are just such like a primordial human experience and uh i know that when i started writing fiction and fan fiction uh back when i was a teenager a lot of it was like the characters uh being involved in situations and relationships that i myself wanted to see myself in and i could live through the words that I was writing. And my question was, did you ever do that with writing or fan fiction or anything? And you don't have to answer if you don't want to.
1: I was going to say, who who do you think my, my main OC is? She's my little bestie. That is true. She's my little lovable idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I've got that one uh, little character that I that I keep making art of. That's like all of my profile pictures and everything else. Um, And like she's got her own like fleshed out personality and likes and wants and everything. Like I do explore a bit of myself through her, but she is her own thing Um, where it's like she does a lot of stuff that I just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is why I'm just like, yep, no, there's a separation between me and her. Uh, But I would absolutely be best friends with her. Um, And I made her so I know that she'd be best friends with me or else or else. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really
0: interesting, because like in comparison, the, you know, Jazzy as a character is literally just like a reflection of me and is me in a lot of ways. And it's just like a different aspect. So it's interesting, like your OC is like more of a friend versus my OC is me. It's an Mm -hmm. interesting dichotomy.
1: Yeah, my O.C. is a little bit of a caricature of me. And your Mm. O.C. seems to be a projection of you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Those are the words I was looking for.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of it like, and I think of things in in very metaphorical, uh, sort of physical, visual ways. And I was was like, oh, yes, uh, yours is very much like, shining um, a beam of light through a prism and having it um, sort of uh, expand mm-hmm. and turn into more. That's such Whereas a beautiful mine is metaphor. like Yeah, and mine is just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's that idiot over there. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> Yours
0: is a flashlight, and it's illuminating another character, and then you wave hi to each other.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and are you, like the dancers that do the ymca where it's like all the the puppets set up on the rods from the, the dancer in the middle
0: the, the village people
1: <laughs> yes have you ever seen those videos where it's like the one guy dancing but he's got puppets set up in front of and behind him on the rods so it looks like it's five people all together i've
0: not seen that but i really okay leave. i'm gonna
1: have to share that with you yes please uh, okay <laughs>
0: yes this please.
1: is uh ye old internet viral videos
0: good good if it came out in the same year as <laughs> evolution of dance i'm in
1: <laughs> oh god i wow. know right wow okay um, well that's your your deep dive for today i think that needs to be added to the bingo card we go into a uh, yield internet deep dive you know since i don't think
0: i've updated the bingo card since you've joined the show proper so i need to write a new bingo card
1: all oh, right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crowd says that shit.
0: We have um, a question in the live questions and feedback channel that I really want to touch on. Oh uh, um, yes. Okay. This comes in from Felix. Pronouns they them. Who writes actual question? The narrative that I hear from trans folk online is that they have always been the gender that they have transitioned to, and that this was a thing that they knew very early on in their lives. But up until a few months ago, I was entirely comfortable thinking of myself as a man. Does this mean I'm not trans? Uh, no, this does not invalidate your trans identity and your feelings. And that's because um, gender is a journey and not a destination. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that they're trans until later in life. Like I, I figured that out when I was, when I was young. But a lot of people don't figure it out, uh, mainly because they haven't heard of a lot of like gender expressive stuff by you know by virtue of our culture not really putting a lot of uh, thought into trans anything until you know the last decade or so. Uh, so yeah, no, your feelings are not invalid whatsoever. In uh, your experience, is mirrored by thousands of other trans people just like you uh alexi in the chat writes i only found out way later only a handful of years ago at best and yeah exactly uh funny do you have anything on this
1: uh no not off the top of my head i think you answered it in a way that educated me too uh
0: the reason why i wanted to throw this in here is because we were talking about using uh our characters and our fiction as ways to explore ourselves and that's something that i would often do when you know writing characters into stories that were supposed to like so i guess subconsciously represent me it's like they are either very like gender void or nebulous and everything and just kind of like kind of coasting along the non-binary highway and everything so i thought oh what a wonderful transition
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah no that makes sense and perhaps we want to talk about the the proplicas and other paraphernalia from sailor moon that are just behind me yeah that have been in the background of like um all of the uh recordings that we've done of of dear jazzy where i've been on camera to be able to speak to to jazzy and see her face as we talk mm-hmm. um for a while, from like, I don't know, maybe 2011, 2012 till now, I've been collecting like little Sailor Moon figurines. And I think last year was the year that I finally uh, completed my SH Fig Arts collection of poseable Sailor Moon figures where I got one of each of the um, like the 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 Sailor Senshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of other figures that exist out there. Like there's uh, friggin' Tuxedo Mask. But I didn't want him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just got the the, uh, the Sailor Senshi as figure. It's still in boxes. Very um, nice. They've been out of their boxes before. I don't care about the value of them. They are mine. I'm going to be buried with them. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I just like seeing them in their boxes up there. They're so pretty. It's like a little rainbow of plastic and cardboard. Um, and then up above them, I've got all of my uh, proplicas. Mm-hmm. And Proplica's are prop slash replicas. Uh, they're made by... Tony oh, I think. Bandai Tamashi. Yeah. Like, Proplica is the name of the line of toys. Like, if you looked up Proplica, you would find the company. Um, it's like Bandai Tamashi Nation or something like that, if I remember the stickers on the boxes. But, yeah, um, Tamashi. they are very nice quality toys. Yeah.
0: In my cosplay troupe, we had the full set for uh, cosplay stuff just like in our like props department, quote unquote. And they're amazing. I'm sorry. I got excited. (laughs) and interrupted. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, the minute that they come out with a garnet rod or at least like the top of the garnet rod, which is uh, Sailor Pluto's weapon, where it's the heart with the red orb in the middle. Mm -hmm. I will give up my kidney. To get that. I am itching for a fucking garnet rod. Is that <laughs> Proplica, like the
0: please.
1: I'm manifesting. <laughs> um, but so far I've only got two of the weapons and the uh, Sailor Moon's transformation brooch that opens up and makes noises. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I do see that you've got um, the word diorama in your special interest theater uh, notes. Yes. And I want to hear about your diorama. Well, I've made a lot of progress on my diorama since
0: last we spoke. Uh, I'm very excited to share the progress. Um, All of the 3D printed pieces are completed as of today. Um, So that is, um, I'm not going to go into like a lot of specifics just because, you know, I don't want to like give it away, but all the pieces that I need to 3D print to build a diorama are completed, which is a lot of progress. Uh, and I burned through so much filament to get it all made. Um, but now the biggest update is I got a package in the mail from the UK, and ooh, very pretty. That is really, really uh, but does it have batteries in it right now? <laughs>
1: Uh, it has one volume setting and the volume is uh, loud. <laughs> Crank it.
0: <laughs> Let us hear But it.
1: you got something from the UK, you said?
0: Yes. Uh, I got a package from Geek Gaming Scenics and they deal exclusively in hobby materials like flock and static grass and modeling compound and um, all sorts of fun stuff for, like, people who are taking their hobby to the next level. Uh, so people who build all their own scenery and boards and want to do detailed bases on their miniatures, that is where you go. And they make this product. They make their very own modeling compound that I, it's like this fibrous material, but it works and is malleable like plaster when it's wet. It's such a oh. cool material. And so I got a kilogram of that and you mix it one-to-one with water, you mix it up, and then you take it and you slop it on your board and you start spreading it out. And the way that you can move it, you can manipulate it to look like any sort of like ground and environment. And a lot of people use it uh, to build their model railroad setups. People use it to make their sets for stop motion. Uh, it, it's just this amazing compound that was originally created for miniature war games that people far outside of miniature war games use in their respective industries. So I got a kilogram of that. I got a couple different colors of flocking to help out with, uh, you know, to blend all the pieces together. And, um, the last thing I need is some foam core to build the cliffs, which I'm really excited about. So, uh, so basically I got a bunch of scenery, uh, materials, and I'm really excited about that. That's the update on the diorama.
1: Hell yeah. I'm so excited to hear that you've got the things to make it happen.
0: Yeah. And
1: what is the, that fibrous stuff called? That sounds really cool.
0: Uh, it is called that modeling it's compound. It's literally called modeling compound. If you Google search geek gaming scenics modeling compound, it will pull it up. Ow. Okay, cool. Oh, I just destroyed my fucking oh. kneecap.
1: <laughs> oh no. On your desk?
0: Ow, yep. Um, but yeah, so that is that. Uh, so I brought all that information to uh, the manager at my local games workshop store who has been eagerly anticipating this diorama. And um, and while I was there, it was just me and him. And uh, I was helping him paint some scenery for the store. And so that was a lot of fun because, you know, I don't have a ton of disposable income right now because I'm saving for Capcom and some other stuff. So I was like, if I can't support Mm -hmm. the store financially, I'm, I can support the store by helping to paint the store display models and the terrain for the games. And that was a lot of fun.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I'm really happy to hear
1: that. You're, you're making that really good connection with that store.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really, really great. Um, just to feel like a, a sense of belonging and like a third place and like a, a place that isn't home and isn't work and isn't school. Like, just, a. To... Glacia says, sounds super cozy and wholesome. It's so true. It's a very cozy, wholesome store. And, oh my god, Joe, stop it. Stop inflating my ego. Oh my Joe god. says,
1: giving back... Or Jazzy is giving back to the community. Which which is true. It's so true. Your entire thing is community uh, building. I was very... That's why I love you. Stop it! I'm blushing. <laughs> good, good. good. Um, so, I pulled out one of the replicas to to show you the goods. Like it is the most beautiful, like shiny gold on top. Like it's it's not like the little uh, toy star toy store um, replicas that you'd get like back in the day, where they kind of took the toy and made it shitty. palatable to kids walking through the aisles who don't know Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's just kind of like. Buy this shit. It's colorful. (laughs) It's colorful and it makes sound. Buy it. Yep. But it does have two settings. So one of the settings uh, plays all the sounds with dialogue and the other one does not. Um, I'm going to see if the batteries still work.
0: Oh, yes, please. No. I'm
1: getting that um, battery dead clicking.
0: Next week. Next week. Gadget. Next
1: week. Fonny
0: hyphen sailor moon. There we go. It's in the notes. What kind of
1: batteries do you want? Oh, it takes button batteries. Go. Oh. This episode, Dear Jazzy, is brought to you by Padding
0: Power, the ABDL themed trading card game from Zakiru. If you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit paddingpowertcg.com. You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, paddingpowertcg.com dot And you. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah. So, uh, keep talking. I'm gonna pull out the uh, beauty moonrod spiral spiral moonrod spiral moonrod. Yes. Uh, I
0: was actually going to say that we are an advice show, and as an advice show, we uh, we answer questions uh so in the interest of keeping the show uh within a tolerable length uh which we can go over like 15 minutes what we're talking about whatever uh let's see if we can't get through like three good chunky questions how does that sound
1: hell yeah also it's a cutie moon rod um please take me out back and beat me with my own proplica. i got the name wrong
0: (laughs) How dare you, fake-ass fucking fan.
1: <laughs> fake I'm a fake fan. Sailor Moon fan. I'm only here for Sailor Pluto. Fake um, gamer
0: girl alerts.
1: <laughs> yes. Do you have a clue for me to find the uh, question that we're going to read first?
0: Uh, I was going to let you choose first, uh, but <laughs> if you need time to look, I can go ahead and uh, and, and choose one.
1: I'm going to put uh a pin not a pin i'm going to yeah it's it's from the 22nd from joe mm-hmm. if you're good with that one Absolutely. a little bit of a chonker medium sized chonker
0: medium size so it should chonk. be good to
1: start off with yeah
0: excellent cool uh i'm going to and i'll get started uh actually i can read this one i th- i'm going to i'm going to okay, give it a shot Okay, Okay. so this question comes in from Let's Call Me Joe, pronouns he, him, and it reads, Dear Jazzy and Fonny, when I joined the king community nearly two years ago, one of the things I struggled with after getting uh, acclimated was trying to get over the what if and shoulda, woulda, coulda thoughts that I had when reflecting on the time that I had, quote, lost, but not getting involved sooner. What if I had the courage to try and join in years ago? Should I have thrown caution to the wind and just done it before now? Would I have been living the life I fantasized about over the years sooner? Could I have been enjoying all of the amazing things before now? Eventually, a friend told me not to be too harsh on past Joe's decisions because he was doing what he thought was right for him at the time, and that helped me a lot. What are your thoughts about dealing with worries, uh, that you waited too long to do something, be it joining a community, denying feelings you knew were in phase, or similar things in your life. And again, that's from let's call me Joe. Pronouns he, him. Do you want to take this one first?
1: Sure. Uh First of all, I want to thank Joe for the beautiful use of punctuation. Yes, it makes it's it is so much easier punctually. to get through questions. Whenever yes, it's
0: proper. Whenever yeah.
1: there's, it's been proofread. Mm.
0: Joe so is tasty. always. I'm
1: doing the chef's kiss.
0: Hmm. he's always on the money yeah. with his punctuation always
1: and we have a lot of good uh people who are always good about it but joe is just so mm. mm-hmm. something else anyways that's very sexy of you joe very sexy <laughs> uh okay but uh, to the question let's see the the what ifs and the should have what it goes um i was able to jump into the community pretty quickly so i can't say anything um specifically about joining the abdl community um later than than one might have wanted Uh, i've always been around but i suppose yeah. now that i'm in the metal community i'm definitely feeling it i'm 30 years old dipping my toe into metal shows for the first time ever like this is the first time that i've like approached the, the local metal scene with any sort of curiosity about like spending time spent planning to spend time with them and I feel like yeah I did miss out on you know some of the venues that used to be around and and some of the people who used to hang out and um some of the the bands that no longer exist in the area um so I feel that I really feel that but it, it does help me to know that like there will be new bands there will be new venues there will be new stuff for me to go out and discover and i should focus on uh what i do have uh in the moment and really strengthen um what i'm able to get my hands on uh you know where it's kind of like yeah kind of like hmm, losing out on a job where it's like well it wasn't wasn't meant to be um but now i've got this other thing that i get to focus on um if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like today might not be the most coherent day. <laughs> That's okay.
0: That's. But okay. yeah, there
1: is so much new stuff always popping up that just it helps to not let me dwell on what I haven't been able to see firsthand. Hmm. Hmm. How about have, you? Uh. So I'm.
0: I'm still in my twenties. And I say that because our show is uniquely blessed in that we have a listener base that is very diverse, especially in the age category. We have people from the baby boomer generation, the Gen X generation, a lot of millennials, and then some Gen Z listeners. And I think it creates this really cool uh, mix of experiences. And we try really hard here at the show and on discord to make the space open and welcoming for everyone to share their experiences and not let there be age discrimination. So in saying that as a very young millennial, I am still very young at 27 and I don't have a lot of experience with like quote, like missing out on experiences because I've gone through a lot of things, but I do have one example that, I think that I can look back on and laugh at because I think it's kind of funny and I'll explain the moral of it after but uh, I went to college when I was 18 and went away to college and um, and I was living in a dorm and I was in a single dorm all by myself just exclusively my no roommate it was great and in that time I had my own mailing address and I had my debit card so I could order things online for like the very first time. And so I, I was thinking to myself, like, what, what do I do with this freedom? And I was like nervous. So it took me like a month of living at college to think like I can order specialty pool toys for myself. And I knew that I wanted diapers. I knew I wanted all sorts of little stuff but something inside me just couldn't pull that trigger. So I got all sorts of like rare beach balls and like stuff that would be added to my collection and accrue value all these years later and still are in my closet to this day. But I just, I couldn't get over ordering diapers for myself. And so I, I lived at college. I was away from home for two years and I had ample time to order diapers. I never did. And um during these years, I should note that this was during the the final years of the old shitty ABU before Casey bought it and revitalized it. So that's when they had a lot of their old prints. Uh and then the other options on the market were like bambinos and then medical diapers. So there weren't a whole lot of options to begin with. So I don't know. There's just a big part of me. It's just like, why didn't I do it when I had the chance? Because when I lived (laughs) my second year of college, that's when I I tried to do the whole paper towels and trash bag trick. And then I got piss all over the floor, which was hot in its own way, but not what I was trying to achieve. And it wasn't until the next year where I started. I I transferred back to a college closer to the home and I was living at my parents' house and uh, commuting to college every day where I was like, okay, now I'm going to order diapers to my parents' house and take the risk. And I I, I just think to myself, like, why did I do it in that order? But Mm. I know now that it's just like I just wasn't ready, and that's okay. Uh, Everything happens in its own due time, and whenever we do things late, quote-unquote, it's because the time is right. And everything happens at the time that it is supposed to, even if it seems, uh, even if it seems like incorrect or late, everything happens when it's supposed to. And that is, that's my honest advice.
1: Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly agree.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, Joe. I just saw that in the chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I feel really and then good. We've got... I'm sorry, I interrupted oh, you. Sorry, I
1: think I cut you off. Jinx. Oh, we've got a, enough of a lag today that um, yeah, we we keep cutting each other off.
0: The internet <laughs> and then be like, oh not...
1: shoot, no, I cut you off. No, you cut me. Off. Oh god. <laughs> um, but do we want a couple of short questions or do we want one big two parter?
0: Let's do another big one. Uh, it's funny because the internet okay. gods are not smiling upon the connection tonight.
1: Yeah, usually it's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are lucky enough to have Ethan with us in the chat tonight. We so are. How about we get to this big one? Let's do it. All right, I'm going to start out. Uh, Ethan writes in, dear Jam and the lady who beats me sometimes. Um, And Ethan, is he him? Here's a two-parter that comes from two trains of thought in my head that are somewhat at odds with each other. Number one, I'm seeing more posts floating across my feeds of people blatantly exposing their diapers, sometimes in various states of wet or messy, and I'm getting grossed out by it and what feels like the increased frequency of it in recent years. I'm talking about videos and pictures of people walking through neighborhoods and parks with their diapers on full display, like people pulling up the back of their shirts in grocery stores to make their waistband more visible, or in one particularly awful case, someone going to the dining area of a B&B full of other guests while wearing a babyish onesie that does nothing to hide their wet and sagging diaper. These are very obvious consent violations as people in these spaces did not ask to take part in this kind of play. There are also others where the line may be a little more fuzzy, such as the occasional waistband peeking from a shirt riding up or just barely visible underneath a skirt from certain angles. I understand that those with incontinence are likely working with a different set of standards and I can't speak to their experiences, so I'm focusing on people that have the choice on when or where they can wear. These days when I wear it side of spaces that I know it's okay to be seen, I do my best to make sure that only those in the know would be able to tell by using plain onesies, overalls, and long sweaters, etc. to make sure that my diaper is hidden when I'm out and about. Where's that line for you? What about wearing, obviously, ABDL clothes in public spaces?
0: So do we want to uh, do this first part first and then read the second part later? Yes. Okay. So the... Um, so the stance of the show has been for, for a very, very long time is that clothes are close and it becomes not okay when it's about exposure or clout or, uh, exposition, uh, anything like that. Um, for example, uh, when I'm in the hospital, for either for surgeries or for care, I have a stuffed animal with me because it's a source of comfort. And I've actually gotten shit about it because people are like, oh, you're exposing your kink. And it's just like, no, I'm not. I'm holding a stuffed animal. It's not a big deal. And another prime example, uh, Daddy and I one time went through. I'm so sorry. Someone is like texting the shit out of me. Oh, my God. Hold hold on oh my god uh, yeah
1: i'm sending a cat memes
0: i need to pause oh, something very exciting yeah. just happened and i need to go hug my husband i'll be right back
1: okay and i'm gonna entertain the chat who wants to, who wants to see literally anything in my room right now <laughs> let's do show and tell um I just pulled out the... It's a cutie moonrod. I got the name wrong earlier. It's the cutie moonrod. And it does make noises. And this one actually does have volume control. Like, they they really stepped out their game with this guy. But it's still loud as fuck. So I'm going to uh, figure out the instructions to make it not so loud. Nothing in the box anymore. Uh, shoot. There's the... Bo- there it is. There's the bottom. It, it was there the entire time. I'm pointing at the viewers. Uh, okay, here's the... Instructions. So English. There is. There is English. Okay. Middle switch. Volume control. Press to adjust volume. It's got four settings for volume. And.
0: Hello. I'm sorry about that.
1: You want to see the fucking cutie moonrod? Yes, I do. There we go. I made it quieter so that it's not so fucking loud. loud Hooray. Fuck. Um. But yeah. To. Actually, turn it on. You have to take the entire back half of the orb off. Oh my god. Yeah. So there we go. That's all back together. Look at that. And then there's English, and then there's modes. Uh, <laughs> this is very complicated. Yeah. You think this would be <laughs> like a children's toy where you just press button, make noise. Uh, top switch mode selection. Oh, that's me. I'm the top switch. Hey. Um,
0: um, the question is, should I leave in that little minute long break in the edit? Because I think ah, I Sure,
1: because <laughs> yeah. I asked, I, uh, I was trying to find the instructions and I asked, uh, I, I went through the box and I was like, where's the bottom? And then I pointed at the my camera and I was like, there they are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm definitely leaving it in the edit so it's a little treat for you yeah
0: so what happened was uh gray texted me because something very exciting for his career in the real world in vanilla life occurred and i had to go hug him and and it's very exciting and good things
1: something exciting in daddy doctorology yes (gasps) oh Doctor yeah congratulations
0: something exciting happened for dr daddy
1: there's a very complicated skill tree of options oh for God. this fucking moon rod that's <laughs> the most complicated
0: <laughs> like set so of things sorry my phone is like blowing up because my parents are texting and celebrating okay yeah so switching gears you can you can continue playing with the problica, but I'm going to continue talking if that's okay.
1: <laughs> uh huh.
0: Excellent, wonderful.
1: There it is. Yeah, got it. Hey, it, it there music. you go. Nice little music. Oh, <laughs> this is the Moon Princess Halation TV version without voice. Ooh, it's it's really cute. It's just like a little. Um, power-up attack Sailor Moon thing where she'd be like, Moon Princess Hellation! And then, you know, fuck up the bad guy. Yep. Anyways. you Carry on. So,
0: as I was saying, um, oh, I remember. I was about to say, there's an instance where Daddy woke me up uh, one morning mm-hmm. and he's like, do you want Starbucks? We're going to go through the drive through And I was like, Yeah, but I'm lazy and I don't want to put on clothes. And he's like, then don't. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we're just going through a drive through. Just stay comfortable. I was like, okay. So I was in a onesie and I just like threw on some pajama pants and sat in the car because those are my pajamas. And it's just like, I'm just going to be comfortable. I don't care. I'm not trying to like show off. I'm just trying to be comfortable. And like, so there's, uh, There's like, you know, and I've definitely like gone out and I've worn a onesie under overalls because they're cute and it's a cute outfit. I'm not trying to like show off. And a lot of people who do that aren't trying to show off. They're just trying to wear cute outfits and like wear clothes that fit them and are comfortable. And it's in my mind, there's a difference. Like if someone is like walking through a supermarket with like someone behind them taking video of like them exposing, like they're a full diaper in the middle of a target. Now, if, if there's like no one around in that aisle and no one saw them, then it's like, okay, ma- sure, whatever. But if it's just like, Oh yeah, I'm in the middle of like Walmart down the main aisle and people are staring and I'm, and this person is filming, And I'm going to post it on my Twitter. It's just like, okay, so you're farming this for clout by being like, by like exposing yourself. And it's not technically illegal, but it's shitty, you know? And so I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to like discourage people like, oh, you know, you have to be a prude, but it's just like, uh, you know, I'm also a big you know, proponent of consent. And it's just like, and if you're exposing yourself to get rises out of people, they didn't consent to that. And that's, you know, that's not cool. Um, and I, I definitely like, I've seen the pictures that you're talking about in your question. And I've seen so many videos and there's definitely a lot of people getting a lot more bold lately. And I think, you know, and this is, you know, just repeating what we said on the show. There's a difference between self-expression and self-exposing. And as long as someone is like living their truth and like, this is myself, I don't care what people think. This is how I choose to express. And that's different from, I want to scare people because it gets me hard. And I want to farm that for a clout and karma on social media. Like, I think those are two very distinct things. Like, Uh, There's some people who live in Seattle, which as we know is the epicenter of the ABDL scene who like go to the park with their chosen families and they have like little picnics keyword little picnics and it, and it's cute and no one bothers them. And it, and it's like, it's just like really cute and it's like no big deal. Just people living their dynamic and just having fun. Like I don't see a whole lot of trouble with that, but if someone's like, and I'm uh, and speaking specifically from the social media angle, because that's what this question is kind of based around. I've definitely seen a lot of like questions where it's like, "Ooh, I'm daddy's stinky little diaper boy. I'm taking a fat shit in the middle of the Lego aisle at Target. And it's like, oh, God. yeah,
1: <laughs> that's don't. a visual. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Talking stick.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like walking your partner on a leash in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there is definitely some things that uh, give me big exhibitionism feels. Mm-hmm. And doing the thing where you're like flipping up the bottom of your skirt and everything to to give a big flash of your diaper on purpose are very mm-hmm. much like that's exhibitionism um so i totally get where you're where you're coming uh where ethan is coming from with the the whole gross feeling of like that's that's kink in public Mm -hmm. um please please don't um but like yeah like the the little peaks here and there like the the very um innocent uh sorts of peaks of the the waistband or whatever or like yeah the little short skirt um especially if you're going to a kink event um Super fine, Mm-hmm. okay. Or even if you're just like walking around the supermarket, and a little bit of your like fucking peekaboo is up over to the top of your pants, ah, whatever. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's on, but it's like, yeah, it's it's context dependent for sure. The context is just like, are you going to a a playground where uh, kids might be around to go take some some naughty exhibition exhibitionism pictures? Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. I've never liked that. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm not going to shit on anyone who's just like, well, I'm into that. Okay. okay have fun. <laughs> Agree to disagree and moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, which, funny enough, yeah. uh, Felix asked in the chat, what are our thoughts on Littles playing on playgrounds and street clothes as someone who
1: does that? Oh, in street clothes? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, my God. Please. No me. problem. Yeah. 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 Like, I, as long as you're not, like, taking the space from from kids who might not feel safe playing on a playground with other adults that they don't know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Go nuts. Have fun. I, uh, funny enough, um, we did this on a day where it was cold and there was no one at the playground but us. But um, back at our old apartment there was a, uh, a playground up on the shore of Lake Erie that we would go to when there was no one else there. And we would like swing together, me and gray. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it's really cute. And this one time I went and I was wearing a onesie, but it was tucked into a pair of jeans. And then I had a hoodie unzipped over it. So you could see that I was wearing a shirt, but that's all you could figure out Mm is I was wearing a shirt that was tucked into my jeans and um and so we were there and we were swinging and greg was like let's take some fun pictures and it's just like yeah gotta pause real quick absolutely welcome back to dear jazzy and jazzy exclusively so both of us have had a turn at just like single-handedly running the show how about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can only assume both of us are getting uh exciting news and everything. But the other thing that Felix said, uh, save the leash for the dungeon or Folsom. Yeah, I can soft agree with that. Uh, So I'm just uh, holding on to the show. How is everyone doing tonight? Just buying some time for Fawny here. I see Luna typing in chat. Good to see you. Ethan and Joe. Wow. Everyone's typing. I'm going to leave this all in the edit so you can get the live experience as it is hearing someone else reads my words gives me anxiety says Ethan. Yeah. As, as I literally just do that. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this is a great time to plug the discord. If you want to email us at deer gmail.com, you can join our discord for free after an extensive vibe check, or you can join in on the live show experience. Um, uh, yes, Felix, that is the Luna that you met at Capcom this past year and will be rooming with us again uh this upcoming year very exciting stuff
1: thank you for bearing with me as i uh talked to my doctor about the sti testing that i'm gonna go get done
0: absolutely very important yeah Thank you Just for being responsible. My,
1: my third in a year because I picked up nine new partners. Jeez, so great. Look at you! Yes. Look,
0: at, look at you, girl! <laughs> no,
1: it's mental illness. No, don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mental illness. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you're being responsible. That's really cool. Thank you. So, um, what I was going to say was, um, so I went to the playground with Gray, and I had the outfit on that I described, and Gray's like. You know, we're having a lot of fun. Let's just take some pictures as keepsakes. I was like, Yeah, sure. There's no one around. Let's do it as like, you know, like couple pictures and everything. So he got some pictures of me playing and going on the slide and swinging on the swings. And then there's one picture where I was sitting on, there was like one of those like bridges made of like planks of wood and like the bars. Oh, yeah, on the chains? Yeah. And I was sitting on uh, the bars. And, you know, it's just kind of like, and it was a cute pose. Nothing was exposed and it was a front facing picture. So it wasn't like you're looking at my waistband. It's just like leaning on the bars and smiling at the camera. And it was such a cute picture that we, um, well, he <laughs> uh, made some like copies of it, like on photo paper at the drugstore. And uh, when we were writing a letter to my grandmother, Uh, Because she doesn't have a computer, doesn't have the internet. Her most recent technology is a cordless phone. And so we write to her if we want to show her like pictures. So that's one of the pictures that got sent. And he was just like, your grandmother has a framed photo of you in a onesie and a diaper. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And then he shows me and I was like, oh, you scared the fuck out of me. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like well that is technically and true. also
1: probably she probably does from when you were a toddler
0: yes exactly
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and so while I, the shit was scared out of me he was just like no it's a perfectly appropriate vanilla picture that is also on facebook i'm like oh thank god so now my pictures have that photo uh, my parents have that picture framed in their house and now it's also one of the pictures framed in our house and i'm just like This is a family photo of me. This is not me being like kinky and like being an exhibitionist. This is just like any other photo of us in our Mm -hmm. house. And so therein, I think lies the difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we have anything more on the first half of this
1: question? On the first half? uh, No, I think I'm good. Um, And then... We can read the second half,
0: Excellent. which is
1: <laughs> much shorter. <laughs> ready?
0: Yes, I am ready.
1: All right. And part number two on the other end, where do those thoughts go too far into puritanical territory? How do I stop projecting those insecurities? I've wanted to wear certain cute things when out with friends like shortles, but don't know if I'm crossing a line. So I get nervous and overthink it until I don't let myself go out in more than a black hoodie and jeans. From Ethan.
0: Uh... I think it's, you know, I think a lot of puritanical uh, stuff, you know, I think it comes from, you know, a place of a lot of it comes internally. Right. A lot of it comes from senses of shame. And I know that that's been true for me, too, uh, in years past. And I think uh, a way to overcome it, because I've worn like denim shortalls in public. They sell them at a hot topic. Their clothes. You know, just like we've been talking about, like, the whole time, like, diapers are underwear, onesies are clothes. Like, I don't think you're crossing any boundaries wearing a, wearing, you know, a pair of shortalls in public. Like, those are just clothes that people wear, especially since overalls are coming back in style. Like, you know, it's, I think you're fine, but I totally understand where you're coming from and, like, having, like, capital letters, big feelings about it. And like, I think that's totally reasonable. Um but to a lot of us, you know, it's just close. And like, you know, they're definitely well, you know, while you're like on your journey and everything, I I really think that one day you'll, you will find that peace and everything. But uh Fonny, you know Ethan better than I do. So I would love to talking stick.
1: Uh you're alls are cute as hell, and I want to see you in the more often Aww. that's that's my big thought on this. but uh, for the the puritanical stuff, like um, I scroll through Tumblr a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tumblr has this this mix of millennials and and gen Z kids on there that um makes it very interesting whenever stuff like sex comes up. oh, yeah, uh, because you've got a lot of of push in either direction of like, why the fuck do we care about? Um, being pure so just go nuts show nipple whatever and go have fun make it consensual and then you've got the, the pushback of like but think of the children yeah but th- but but think of my kink averse eyes I'm not but, having
0: fun so no one else is allowed to have fun
1: yeah or the people who are like well I just I, I'm grossed out by it so this shouldn't be here mm-hmm. right Yeah,
0: There's a lot of very self-centered, largely Gen Z group of people who are very zealous about like no sex, never, not at all. And it's like, I'm an adult and I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially the the Gen Z uh, notion of like no sex, um, like don't, don't even talk about it. Don't even insinuate it in public. Mm-hmm. Um. Only behind closed doors, uh, and only with one other person. That's it. Yep. That's all you get. That's <laughs> all you get. Yeah. Where I've learned so much about just like happening across things on the internet and happening across things in real life and looking into it more. than I'm like, I'm I'm kind of thankful for this. The little snippets of exposure that I get here and there. Um. But how do you stop j- projecting those insecurities? Uh. CBT, <laughs> yeah,
0: literally CBT. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But not cock and ball torture. We don't need that. No. Um, cognitive
0: behavioral therapy.
1: Yeah. Um, just like kind of the awareness of, of what is your um, sense of shame and what is actually uh, upsetting and dangerous for the general public.
0: Mm-hmm. I think yeah. a really prime example of this is uh when i was hanging out with luna at saint jude uh a little over a year ago was we had uh this one really nice night nurse who was doing rounds one night and we got to chatting about all the fun different prints that abu offers and i even got to talking you know just a couple weeks ago with my therapist about it because it's just like you know i have bedwetting issues so i do this to help and having all these fun, cute patterns gives me a lot of dignity because I get to choose how the experience manifests. And so, it, and it wasn't like a, mm, I love diapers, please shame me or like an expedition thing. I was just like, Hey, this is just a part of my human experience and I'm talking about it in this closed therapeutic setting. And it was like really cool and it was no big deal. And it's just a conversation and so, you know, and I know if I talked about that on social media, I would be fucking crucified by a lot of the Puritans because, like, no, you're not allowed to enjoy things ever. And it's just like, well, guess I'll go fucking die. But, and also, I am so happy that I got off of social media. <laughs> My life has been so yeah. much better. My life has been so yeah. much better after leaving social media.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've definitely started interacting with stuff less on, on social media and the algorithm just doesn't know what to do with me anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, but it does feel good to just like not have anything really pushed at me by social media because I haven't been interacting. Um, I had a thought in my head. Where did it go? Have you seen it?
0: Have I seen your thought? Uh, here. Let me. Let me yeah.
1: Did nice. it end up in Ohio?
0: Uh, I'm looking around Ohio here. You know, I see
1: speckles. I think it had to do with, um, yeah, and knowing your audience too, um, mm-hmm. like your conversation with the with the nurse. Um, nurses are definitely like some of the best people to just roll with the punches and be like, oh yeah, that's um, that's a wound. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: When I was lying in the hospital, like like, coughing my lungs out with COVID and, you know, hooked up to IVs. The nurse was just like, what's your little fox's name? And I'm just like, this is the care that I need right now to take my mind off of the fact that I'm severely sick and like being stabilized. And it's just like, it's just a human experience of just like, I am in pain and I am in discomfort. Here's my stuffed animal. And now you're meeting me where I am. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing exhibitionist about that at all.
1: Yeah. And I I think um, it's becoming more common for neurodivergent people, uh, neurodivergent people to, um, you know, have comfort objects and and support objects or other stuff with them. um, And for that just to be a normal thing. Yeah. You know, I've definitely
0: noticed that. I've absolutely noticed that. Uh, Especially in the autistic uh, community of, you know, there are so many of us who are just like social norms be damned. We're never going to fit into social norms anyway. So why the fuck are we still trying? I'm going to do what I need to do to feel safe and comfortable to interact with the adult world. And I love that energy so much because people are just like, fuck shame. I'm going to do what is right for me. And I think that's so powerful and so beautiful.
1: Yeah. um, And to go off on a a little minor tangent. Please. um, And I think after this, we should just do the question that's directly below the one that we just answered, because it's going to (laughs) be short and sweet.
0: All right, let me get back in the Um, channel.
1: But Tangent Town, um, I was chatting with uh, one of my new friends um, about just like experiences of working and being in in different places um and he was talking about working at this one place that was next door to a kink bar mm-hmm. and i had already kind of been considering just like jumping into the entire like roll of fetish with him and just being like let's just talk about whatever the fuck mm-hmm. right we already started this unhinged conversation let's continue on this trend um but yeah, he like the first thing that he, he was saying was just like, yeah, you go in this place and there's like guys like kind of chained to the wall and some of them are in diapers and they're getting hit. And I was like, you just kind of like brought that up and just it was nothing to you. You just rolled right past it. It wasn't super weird. You didn't dwell on it. You were just like, yep, that's a dude in a diaper. And you just like moved right along. Sure. So maybe perhaps perhaps I'll just be like, hey, you want to just chit chat about all this other weird shit that I know about because I know that you would find it fascinating. So it, it does depend on the, the audience.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So this very last question comes in from cat puff, pronounce she, her, and that reads dear jazz cast girls. Thanks. Cat puff.
1: What do you think? Jazzy girls? Yeah.
0: Yes. Confirmed
1: yeah agreed mm-hmm. wholeheartedly all right and this has been
0: dear jazzy episode 90 thank you for joining us on this fine shorter than usual episode funny who are you and how can people give you money
1: i've been funny abdl playing funny abdl <laughs> and you can give me money by buying merchandise through jazzy's um link list on the at odds with productions uh at odds with mm-hmm what is it
0: at odds with god.com
1: thank you You're <laughs> through that one there's a link list to go buy merchandise from jazzy and sometimes that gets me money you can also buy merchandise from me directly at the shop that i run with uh, juice box it's called assorted crinkles and that's on etsy etsy.com assorted crinkles and jazzy what about you where can people find you how do they give you dollar dollar bills y'all
0: dollar dollar bills y'all well you can get in contact with me via my discord which is jasmine starshine number zero 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 one or dear jazzy podcast at gmail.com uh further our patreon is patreon.com slash jasmine starshine and it is greatly appreciated because i'm trying to save up a little bit more funny money for Capcom, and also i'm going back to college soon so every little bit helps thank you to everyone who has been so kind to pledge uh you already mentioned the merch. I already mentioned all your links. So I guess all that's left to say is <gasps> Dear Jazzies and at oddswithgod.com production, please visit us online at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, every episode of this show, the Patreon, the merch store, and everything related to this show and everything else that we do in the scene. I have been Jasmine Starshine.
1: And I've been funny ABDL. And we will. Did you, uh. Oh. <laughs> did you catch my little my little teaser? I I've did. been Fawny ABDL playing Fawny ABDL.
0: I sure did. I did catch that. Ah. I did. I did. <laughs> Let's and, go. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. And farewell. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.
1: Goodbye.
0: Have you. a good one. I don't know why I said so creepy.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: spicy water with peach syrup that's a gin and tonic isn't it
1: it is not we're we're not drinking tonight we are saving all of the drinking for thursday wow that's exciting